Welcome to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Michael is a speaker and author of two best-selling books and the president of three financial companies. Everything that we've created, the different companies, the different divisions, has all kind of been born out of a need. You know, it's not necessarily saying, hey, uh, let's go do this. It's, it's more so saying, you know, where is the need that we see and where are some places that we can fill that need and add value? And then we've kind of created solutions around it. He's also been a guest on several national media outlets like CNBC, Fox Business, and Bloomberg. His passion is to help you live well in retirement. He is also a dedicated husband and father and a big supporter of several local and national charities. Now, it's time for the Wealth and Health Radio Show with your host, Michael Wall. Well, welcome in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. And again, I'm your host, Michael Wall. And uh, boy, we've been having some great shows in the past. I'm glad you guys joined today. We're going to have a lot of fun, great show, really talking about a lot of great things that are going to help you in, in all aspects of life. And we're changing up the show a little bit, adding a great co-host. Michelle's her name. She's sitting here with me today. And I'm really excited to have her on. She's really been a rock star in the investigative reporting and all kind of other scenes in, in the radio. But thanks for uh, joining. And she's going to be joining us each and every week moving forward. Exactly. It is my pleasure. I'm super excited to be here. Love this area. Mm. You know, spent uh, seven years of my life in the Florida area. I've been in New York. I've been kind of, you know, in Atlanta. I've, I've been all, all over, the, over place. the East Coast pretty <laughs> much. But uh, excited to be here. Excited to be here with you today. It's it's very exciting. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I appreciate that. And again, uh, uh, Michelle's going to be joining us each and every week to kind of steer and drive and really just add more value. And, and I'm really excited for you, the listener, because I think the quality and the quantity of the things that you're going to get each and every week are just going to continue to dial up. Obviously, our goal each and every week, whether we you know, interview a guest from all over the country, a C-level exec or you know, someone who's a master of their craft on either the wealth or the health side, you know, the goal is to add value. Because at the end of the day, if we can be in a place where we can add value to your life and you can live well in any economy, whether it be health-wise, emotionally, financially, or whatever, you know, it just makes life more fun, doesn't it, Michelle? Absolutely. And I love having fun. And yeah. so that's <laughs> what makes everything great yeah. is, you know, you add value and you're able to have fun. You marry those two together mm. and then it's just, it's a, it's a perfect mixture. It's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. Well, let me, let me start asking you some questions. I want to jump into the show because yeah. I know yeah. we've got a lot to talk about mm. during this next hour. And mm -hmm. I recently saw this article. It was in U.S. News and World Report. And it was talking about investments. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're in this year where you, you look at the holiday dinner table and I love food. Let me just yeah. tell you, I'm just, that's <laughs> one of my confessions. Oh, yeah. I love this time of year around the holidays because there's everything decorated on the holiday table. But this article said that our investments should be as diverse as all the choices on our holiday table. Is that something you agree with? You know, I think diverse is a great question. And, and you know, I, I did an interview the other day, Michelle, and I was talking about the idea of over-diversification. Mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting because a lot of times people in their investment portfolio, they hear the idea of diversify, 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 right? Right. We've all heard that before. Right. yeah. We should diversify. Uh, but, and, and by the way, that's a good thing. But at the end of the day, you can sometimes over-diversify. And what that basically means uh, is you're in a place where you have investments that overlap one with another. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you're in a situation where you have a lot of real estate or maybe you're in a situation where you have a lot of uh, this or that particular investment. And especially for folks out there that have different stock portfolios, brokerage accounts, mutual right. funds, you know, they can see a lot of overlap. When we sit down with a client, they come in for a second opinion. We sit down and we look at things. Oftentimes, one of the things we'll see is a lot of over diversification. Hmm. 
And, you know, you don't really think of it from that perspective. So there's no real alarms raised. But that happens a lot more often than you would think. Right. Now, with over-diversification, I guess, what's the danger in that? Because a lot of times I think people have heard, like you said, diversify, diversify, diversify. So they think, well, yeah, I'm completely (laughs) diversified. Isn't this great? Well, I think the first danger that can come, you know, and and can arise is, and we see this a lot of times where, you know, folks who maybe are a little jaded by the financial industry, and and, and rightfully so. I mean, let's be honest. You know, people are in a situation where there's a lot more distrust in the financial industry today than there ever was. Right. So, you know, what happens is, is they find themselves in a place where they'll maybe have a piece of their money here with this particular advisor, another piece with another advisor, another piece with another advisor. And that could be over diversification from the perspective of, you know, losing track of what's happening in your financial life. Gotcha. You know, part of the goal is simplification. And then when you look at the portfolio itself, really dive down into the deeper level, Michelle, one of the things we see is, um, you know, now they're in a place where they're, they can sometimes... Uh, restrict their potential Mm -hmm. on their money. In other words, how much you could make on your money because you're over-correlated. You know, correlated is the idea basically that things are uh, all happening one to another and everything's doing the same thing. And that's why when we look back at 2008, you know, there's a lot of people that said, hey, let's go to this market. Let's invest here. Let's invest there. But a lot of people lost money in 08 because of everything became correlated. Yeah. It's just like oil. You know, uh-huh. oil back in the 2000s really was making a lot of money, pushing markets in a lot of ways. So you started to see a lot of money managers, a lot of portfolios saying, hey, we're going to add different oil type investments uh, into our portfolios. Right. Consequently, 08 occurred and that became less of a diversification because everything was correlated. Gotcha. So it's really just understanding what you have, not saying it's bad or good, but just- right you know, what do we need and what don't we need? You really only need eight to 10 different equity positions if you're in the market to uh-huh. diversify well. Oh, really? That's okay. it. Yeah. And that's really interesting because, again, bringing it back to that analogy, while I love food, a lot of times <laughs> if I have more than eight to 10 choices, I do get a little overwhelmed yeah. and I don't know what to choose from and I can't really enjoy right. what I really want because there's so many choices out there. You know, Michelle, it's funny because I'm a big believer in the fact that a lot of people don't know what they want Mm -hmm. because they don't know what's available. Right. Now, think about America's as a whole, right? So we go to a restaurant and we're in a place where we love to eat. Obviously, Uh that's that's true. And we talked about Thanksgiving deal. I, I I remember what Zig Ziglar says. I love it. He says, you know. Uh, if you are overweight and you're in a situation, you're not satisfied with where you are health wise, it's probably your fault. Right. Because he said, I have never met anyone that's ever accidentally eaten anything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so from that perspective, you know, it's probably your fault. You got to take some ownership there. But mm-hmm. from that perspective, you go to a restaurant mm-hmm. and you know, what you find is, and we're seeing this more and more with some of the modern, uh, newer style restaurants where they're kind of, uh, streamlining. They only have a couple couple food choices. Mm-hmm. Typically, if you go to a more boutique, higher end restaurant, right, you're not. It's it's not like you're going to a big chain where you got 800 million things to pick from, right. And so what happens is, you know, people have so many choices. You know, it's like a deer in the, in the headlights. Yeah. You know, and they get kind of financial paranoia. Right. And there's they're stunned, and it's interesting because there's the financial paranoia and there's the financial amnesia. Because again, mm-hmm. it's like you go back to the same restaurant, yeah. and you're thinking. Well, oh, wait, what happened? This seems a little deja vu-ish. Yeah. But I know you really like to talk about 
financial amnesia yeah. and and forgetting about things and explain a little bit about that. Yeah, I think it's an interesting point and that was actually uh you know we were blessed to have that as one of the chapters in our book and is avoiding financial amnesia mm-hmm. and one of the things uh one of the reasons that I brought that up it was really client driven. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when we sit down at the office or when we meet with clients, regardless of where they are across the country, we're in a place where uh, oftentimes people are coming to us. They're looking for a second opinion. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're saying, hey, you know, this is where we are. Uh, maybe we're with a big house here, there, wherever. But we're just not totally happy with what's happening in their portfolio, service, whatever. So right. they're coming. They're sitting down. We're looking at these things. And oftentimes I like to ask the question, you know, let's let's talk about where you are now and what your story looked like in the past. And, you know, a lot of times, Michelle, people are in a place where they remember Mm-hmm. what their portfolio value was in 2007. Right. Why? Well, because 2008 happened, they lost money, mm-hmm. and anytime you lose money, that creates pain. And when pain's created, that creates memory, right? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so you're ah, I don't want to do that again. Right. So now what happens is they're saying, you know, I lost money, I did that, whatever. But if you ask them, say, what was your portfolio value back in 2000? Right. A lot of people don't know. Yeah. So it's really the idea of saying, listen, the person that you're working with, the person you're helping... Uh, that it's helping you with your financial situation, everything you work your life for, what is the process of their clear, concise report card, mm-hmm. essentially? You know, each and every year, what's the, what's the, what's their plan to have a clear, concise report card so you can see exactly not how you're doing each and every year, but how you're doing since you started? Ah, yes. And yeah. that's important. Right. Because you're able to measure that growth and look at the growth from where you started to where you are now, as opposed to just snippets or snapshots. Well, it's full accountability. And, you know, that's one of the things that we bring out right day one as we're meeting with somebody. You know, they may not be the right fit for us. We're not right for everybody and Mm -hmm. some client, you know, and and all that. But at the end of the day, we want to talk about full accountability, full responsibility, uh, full disclosure, saying, hey, we're going to start day one and share with you the fact that every time we do a progress meeting, Mm -hmm. whether it's today, tomorrow, two years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, we're going to be sharing, our team's going to be sharing with you what you started with and what your value is now. Right. Because, you know, it can be easy, Michelle, for people to say, you know, let's say from the advisory perspective, you know, okay, listen, we lost money in 2008. That Mm -hmm. stinks. Uh, And they kind of hope that clients get financial amnesia and forget that, even though they're kind of not. And they say, hey, 2009, we had a great year in 09. Well, you know, if that's what the focus is. Right. Maybe you made 30%, 35%, 40%, you know, whatever the number is in 2009, but maybe mm-hmm. you lost a lot of money and you're still in a place where you're still va- your value is right. still overall below where you started in, in 2007. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? That does make sense. Just kind of keeping the big picture in, in, in mind and being in a place where you have a report card to easily right. track what you're doing. Right. And maybe you're thinking, yeah, I need a report card. I need somebody to help me be accountable because I do suffer from financial amnesia. I remember that pain point, but I don't remember where I am totally. Well, that's where Michael and the entire team at Wall Financial Group can help you out. Let me give you the phone number so you can get in contact with them. It's 866-943-2351. That's 866-943-2351. Or you can always head to the website, leanonthewall.com. Maybe you're an emailer and you're thinking, yeah, let me just shoot an email over. Let me give you that email address. It is info at wallfinancialgroup.com. So, Mike, let's go to another Mike right here. And that is Mike Ditka, because Mm, if you're mm -hmm. anything like me, you love football. I love football. 
football. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so anytime I can watch football, I'm watching football. But part of what I have noticed is that uh, the players are getting younger and younger. Yeah. Every single time I turn on the TV. (laughs) And it's just not so much fun. So we have a clip here from Coach Mike Dicka. Of course, he's a Hall of Famer. And, of course, he's seen a lot of sad stories involving players who make so much money and then Mm -hmm. they end up bankrupt. Mm -hmm. What I want to do is I want to play this clip. Then we're going to take a break, but I'm going to come back and I want to ask you some questions about this. Sure. We know that everybody today in this uh, this time in, uh, in sports has an agent. That agent has to have their best interest at heart, and that best interest is is for them to invest their money, put them on a budget, put them on a. a, a they can only take so much out of what they earn. The rest they got to invest. So you got to really have a financial advisor, and I think that's the most important thing an athlete can do. You know, it, it's it's. I, I read about these guys who well they made. In the last eight years, they made 18 million dollars, and they're broke. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. You can't. Logically, you can't spend that much money unless you're being stupid. And a lot of these guys are being stupid. I mean, you don't have to have the biggest house and the biggest car and, and all the jewelry in the world. I mean, there's a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it. But a lot of these kids don't know any better. And you got to be careful. Exactly. Being careful. And I want to hear what your thoughts are on what Coach Dicka is saying. And we're going to get to those coming up right after this. Make sure you stay tuned. We'll have more of the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall on the way next. Hi, this is Michael Wall. And like many of you around this time of year, I think over the things I'm grateful for. And among those is you. Thank you for listening to the Wealth and Health Radio Show this year. And from my family to yours, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and wondrous holiday and prosperous New Year. Hey folks, it's Michael Wall here. Just wanted to share a quick thought on how you can make a huge impact on someone else's life. As an active member of Christ Fellowship, I've had the opportunity to interact with a variety of top-notch charities. And it can be challenging sometimes to know where to get involved, either with your time, financially, or both, and then to be sure that your gifts and donations are really making a change. So I wanted to share with you an organization that has recently been ranked number one by Charity Navigator and is dramatically improving the lives of young people, Place of Hope. Place of Hope has been doing just what its name says, giving hope to young people since the mid-90s. I want to encourage you to visit placeofhope.com. Again, that's placeofhope.com to learn more and to see how you can help the cause of improving our nation one child at a time. Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with your host, Michael Wall. Michael has appeared on several national media outlets like Fox Business, Bloomberg, and CNBC. And now, back to the show. Well, welcome back in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. And again, I'm your host, Michael Wall, and uh, having a great show today. Michelle, I know uh, last segment, we you played just at the end of the segment a uh, clip from Mike Ditko. I was hoping you could play that again, if you wouldn't mind, just for our listeners, because mm-hmm. I think it's you know it really bears some great information that we want to kind of get out there. Absolutely. So, yeah, let me play this, this clip from uh, Coach Mike Ditka. And he, of course, is talking about players that he's seen that are in the football arena. We know that everybody today in this, uh, in this time in, uh, in sports has an agent. That agent has to have their best interest at heart, and that best interest is, is for them to invest their money. 
put them on a budget, put them on a, uh, they can only take so much out of what they earn, the rest they got to invest. So you got to really have a financial advisor. And I think that's the most important thing an athlete can do. You know, it, it's, it's, I read about these guys who, well, they made, in the last eight years, they made $18 million and they're broke. It doesn't make any sense. It really does. And you can't, logically, you can't spend that much money unless you're being stupid. And a lot of these guys are being stupid. I mean, you don't have to have the biggest house and the biggest car and, and all the jewelry in the world. I mean, there's the right way to do it and the wrong way to do it. But a lot of these kids don't know any better. And you got to be careful. <laughs> be careful. You, I love Coach Ditka. Uh, and oh, yeah, and just, I remember you were saying you got a chance to meet him. Yeah, I got a chance to get to know him in uh, Chicago and uh, a little while back. And, and really, really a good guy. You know, it's interesting um, when you look at that, Michelle. I mean, he's really talking about the basics. Mm-hmm. And, and that's important. You know, it's amazing. We, we live in a world today, especially in America. We live in a culture where we've gotten so far away from the basics. Right. You know, things that just are sound sense, so yeah. to speak. You know? Yes. Um, and, you know, you know, the old sayings, you know, measure twice, cut once, you know, all mm-hmm. these types of things that, you know, people abided by back in the day. And unfortunately, you know, with professional athletes, we, we uh, actually have a division that, that helps and assists specifically with professional athletes, oh, okay. which is kind of interesting, yeah. uh, just kind of some of the connections and through some things over the years, we've had the opportunity to do that. Michelle, you know, and one of the things that we see is exactly what he mentioned mm-hmm. is, you know, these people are in a place where. Uh, younger, typically, obviously, and, and, you know, they're, they're just overwhelmed with all this wealth right? immediately. Yeah. And what do you do with that? You know, it's, it's hard for people to grow wealth over time, let alone get millions and millions of dollars right away. And right. what do you do with it? So I, I think a couple of takeaways that I get is obviously he said, you know, we need to be on a budget. Mm-hmm. They need to be on some type of a budget. You know, now that budget is going to be different for each and every person, whether it's a professional athlete or just somebody that's retired, right? you know, that budget is different, you know, because now... Um, you know, different stages of life, obviously at a retiree or someone close to retirement, you know, in the financial red zone, mm-hmm. 10 to 15 years out. Mm-hmm. Well, they're in a place where they're going to move into what we call 30 to 40 years of unemployment. Right. Otherwise known as retirement, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's important that we have a budget uh, and the budget doesn't necessarily have to be constraining. It doesn't have to be handcuffs that says, oh, I can't do anything. You know, it's just saying, listen, let's make sure that each piece of the portfolio is allocated, designed, positioned in such a way. Obviously, that's why we have three different companies. Mm-hmm. You know, we have advisory services through RetireWell and, and a variety of things. So we can offer any tool that exists out there in the marketplace today to really help create that positioning. Uh, the other thing that I hear uh, from Coach Ditka, which I think is great, is... Um, and it's real simple, but he was pretty brash. He said, don't be stupid. Right. You know, <laughs> you know, and, and it's just as simple as that. You know, the idea that we are stewards of whatever we have. Mm-hmm. And it's important for us if we're truly looking in the mirror to say, you know what? Now we got to take the perspective, you know, Michelle, you know that I use the, the terminology a lot that, you know, when you have a portfolio value, regardless of what it is, mm-hmm. you are the CEO. Right. Right. Of that portfolio. So now you are the owner of that company. Yep. And if, if, if that company, that portfolio that you're the CEO of is not, you know, if you owned a, if you owned a traditional company, a lot of our clients have owned companies, sold businesses, whatever, over mm-hmm. the years. And if they were the CEO of that company and the, and, and the CFO that they had was not performing well, mm-hmm. even if the CFO was a good friend. Right. What is their responsibility as the CEO? The CEO, you, you've got to let that CFO go. Got to let him go. 
Yeah. And if you don't do that and the company goes south because of it, it's your fault. Right. Are you with me? Yep. So when people look at that from the perspective of their portfolio, it helps them to kind of back away from the reality that, listen, uh, business is business and friends are friends. Right. And you have to make what is the best decision for your business in whatever stage of life you're in. So now if you're the CEO and you have someone managing your wealth, that's now your CFO mm-hmm. and you're not comfortable with what's happening. Right. And you don't make any decisions or changes or, you know, the old definition of insanity. We all know, keep doing the same thing and expecting. Right. Different results, right? (laughs) So that's where that mentality comes in. And I think that's part of what Coach Ditka is saying is, listen, make sure that you get the right people in your court, Mm -hmm. you know, to guide you. Yeah. And part of that is really being able to sit down and talk to make sure that you are able to mesh and work together. Because there may be somebody who you really like or think is really great. But if you're not able to work together, then that's a problem. And I know that that's what you do. Like you sit down to make sure that the folks that you work with are comfortable with you and vice versa. So you can have the best outcome for all involved. Well, it's important. You know, I mean, listen, every shoe is not going to fit everyone. Mm -hmm. And, you know, somebody might wear a suit coat that's size 40, but that's not going to fit the guy next door. Right. So, you know, it's, it's really saying, listen, it's about having a tailored fit. Unfortunately, in my opinion, Michelle, the financial world is really broke mm-hmm. because we have these big uh, places, you know, these big institutions that are machines, really. Right. Uh, marketing, sending messages out. They have lots of money to do all these different things. And, you know, they're just having agent upon agent upon agent. And Mm -hmm. so now we're in a place where the consumers are saying, geez, you know, I'm comfortable with this because I've heard about it. I'm familiar with it and all that. But maybe it's not necessarily the best fit. So sitting down and really saying, what does that tailored suit or that tailored dress feel like? Mm -hmm. And I got to tell you, it's a lot more comfortable than one just off the rack. Right. You know? Right. And so maybe you're thinking, well, yeah, I do like tailored things. (laughs) (laughs) I know I do. I know I do. So why not tailor what you're going to do with your nest egg, the money that you worked so hard to achieve. Michael and the team at Wall Financial Group will be able to help you with that. I want you to call in, set an appointment, come on in, meet them, see if you guys jive. 866-943-2351. That's 866-943-2351 on the web. It's leanonthewall.com. So, Michael, talking about health mm-hmm. and a lot of the healthcare things, now's a, the time where people start thinking about their healthcare for 2016 mm-hmm. and kind of the benefits and elections and things like that. What are some keys that we maybe should think about when we're talking about reviewing our options or kind of looking over things we should do? What are some tips that you would advise that we think about as we kind of start the new year? Well, I think, uh, you know, the first thing, evaluation is always good. Uh, you know, life can be busy, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, evaluating your wealth and evaluating healthcare and evaluating all these other things is kind of boring. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> you know, we'd rather be, you know, hanging out and be at parties or on the beach or, you know, whatever it may be. So I think the first thing is really true evaluation. Second thing is understanding, Michelle, what your needs really are. You know, mm-hmm. take, a, take a snapshot picture. Now, this is in prote- uh, perspective specifically to your health. Uh-huh. You know, um, is, is taking a look at what your needs are last year. Now, we don't do health insurance per se ourselves. Right. But one of the things that I can tell you is this. You know, when we look at our situation, and I think this is helpful for every consumer out there as we interact with clients, 
is to say, okay, what were my needs last year? Mm-hmm. You know, did I go to the doctor a lot? Did I not go to the doctor a lot? You might be in a place where the plan that you have, you might be able to bump up some of the copay mm-hmm. to reduce your premium. I mean, there's a lot of different things that you need to be looking at. You know, maybe you want to shop companies one to another. Uh, and all those sorts of things to try and make sure you're getting the best bang for the buck. It's a little bit confusing sometimes, so that's where maybe getting a broker in the healthcare space I think is important. Someone mm-hmm. that you know has the ability to offer and utilize a variety of different companies as opposed to just one or two companies. Right. You know, I think that's important. And that's our flavor in the financial field. We can work with anything out there right. because we've seen the value of that. So really keeping that independence on that side of life, I think, is valuable as well to help you really get a better overview on, on what you're doing with your health care moving forward to 2016. Right. And and you mentioned being able to have a variety of options or more about choices. And that's really something that I know that you strive for in your company is pre- presenting people options to work with their specific scenarios. Well, I'm, I'm a big believer. Of the fa- I'm a big believer of education, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, you know, even all the different interviews that we've done in different media and different places over the, you know, since, you know, several years now, um, the goal is education because I'm a big believer that with the right education, you can make better decisions, mm-hmm. you know, and now we don't want to get confused because knowledge is not power, right? It's the application of knowledge. You can know a bunch of things, but mm-hmm. if you don't apply anything, if you don't do anything, that's not the power. So from our perspective, we like to take clients through uh, really the process of education. Mm-hmm. Two couple things. Number one, ensuring the fit is correct. Number two, ensuring that they're educated on what's available out there. Because, you know, again, I go back to what I said earlier. A lot of people don't know what they want because they don't know what's available. So when you take right. a look at the things that are available in the marketplace, now you can pick the right financial tools to fit the need instead of just saying, hey, let's just everybody do this or let's mm-hmm. everybody do that. And that's just, I think, the wrong approach. And that's why you got to be, be weary or, or careful, if you will, of... You know, those folks that are out there in an industry, just particular selling one or two product. Right. You know? Right. Because it may not meet your specific need. And that's really what it's about is finding out what's going to specifically meet your need. But part of that is you need to be educated on the products and tools and strategies that are out there. That's exactly right. And I can't tell you how often we've been in a place where, you know, somebody comes in and I ask them, why do you have this investment or that one? And they say, I really don't know. Yeah. You know, and they thought it was going to do something different than it was doing or is doing, but they didn't know that because it wasn't fully explained in a way that was, you know, simple, made sense, or maybe not even full disclosure. Unfortunately, that exists today too. Right. So really diving in to see how everything works matters and, and makes the car drive smoother. There you go. If you are looking for education so you can make the correct choice for your specific scenario, I'm going to give you this phone number. It's 866 943 2351. That's how you can get in touch with Michael and the entire team at Wall Financial Group. 866-943-2351 on the web. It's leanonthewall.com. Now stay tuned because coming up next on the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall, we're going to talk about taxes. You probably won't believe how much you're paying in them. We'll discuss that next. If I had a million dollars, if I had a million dollars, well, I'd buy you a house. I would buy you a house. And if I had a million dollars, if I had a million dollars. There's an old saying, a goal without a plan is nothing more than a wish. If one of your goals is a comfortable retirement, it's going to take more than just wishing to make it happen. 
Fortunately, Michael Wall and the team at the Wall Financial Group can help. They specialize in helping families protect and grow their wealth. And they can customize a strategy to help you achieve the kind of retirement you deserve. Instead of just wishing, why not take the first step towards actually making something happen? Call 866-943-2351 and see if you qualify for a complimentary Living Well Retirement Review with Michael Wall. That's 866-943-2351 or visit leanonthewall.com. Investment advisory services offered through RetireWell LLC. RetireWell LLC and Wall Financial Group, Inc. are not affiliated. By contacting us, you may be provided with information regarding the purchase of insurance products, including annuities. Licensed in Pennsylvania and Florida. Thanks for joining us on the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. And again, I'm your host, Michael Wall. And Michelle, I know this uh, segment, we wanted to kind of park a little bit on the idea of taxes. Yes. Right? Everybody's everybody's favorite thing. Everybody uh, loves taxes, yeah. right? Everybody yeah. loves taxes. <laughs> yeah. Especially Uncle Sam. We'll that's, say that's that. exactly right. Everybody's got that Uncle Sam who loves taxes. Oh, he's, you know, it, it's, it's unfortunate, but, you know, Uncle Sam has become... Uh, most businesses out there, yeah, uh, their biggest expense. Yes, you know, and one of the focuses when we look at taxes is really what you want to do is try and find ways to legally, morally, and ethically right disinherit the IRS. Right, exactly. <laughs> <Right>? Hello, let's <laughs> get them out of the portfolio. Quick. Right, right. How do we cut that off? And you know, it was interesting because according to the actual Tax Foundation. Mm. People over the age of forty-five mm-hmm. pay seventy-four percent of all the taxes Mm. in the U.S. So with that, how can you help us think through and make smart tax decisions, both in retirement as we're working towards retirement, to keep more of our assets and to keep, uh, to disinherit, as you say, Uncle Sam? Yeah, well, you know, that's a great question, Michelle. And I think one of the the things that we've instituted, you know, a little while back, so we talked before about we have three different companies. Uh-huh. One, of the, one of the companies being Wall Lasseter and Company. And Danny uh, is my partner there. She is her, she's a tax attorney, mm-hmm. and you know that that's a big that's a big deal because I, you know for those of you that are out there that you're listening to this, one of the things is a lot of a lot of people have heard of accountants and CPAs, and right. they do a good job. Right. Typically, what we found is most of them that do a good job, a lot of times they're historians. Mm. You know, they kind of record history. Right. They take a look at, you know, what happened last year? How much money did you make? Uh, How much money did you spend? You know, this goes into this box and that goes into that box. And, you know, this is either what you get back or this is what you're going to pay. Now, it's not that they're not doing a good job because that's exactly what they're designed and and, and supposed to do. Right. The problem is, is when you look, uh, Michelle, at advanced tax planning, you know, to minimize that tax bill for business owners, consumers, higher income Mm -hmm. uh, folks... What happens a lot of times is they're in a place where there's not a lot of forward advice. You right. know, I, mean, I mean, position it this way. How many of you that are out there as you're listening to this and you're in a place, let's say you're making three, 350000 a year or more, you mm-hmm. own a business, that sort of thing, and you're saying, you know, when was the last time my accountant sat down with me or my CPA sat down with me and said, hey, let's sit down and have a meeting and talk about some real advanced tax planning strategies where we can significantly t- save taxes you know, over the course of the next year, two years, three years, five years, et cetera. Sometimes it occurs, but most oftentimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And so that's exactly where, uh, you know, Wall Lasseter has come in, where we've said, you know, listen, this is a big problem. 
you know, over the years, really, Michelle, this is an organic thing. Mm. You know, I started in, in 2002 helping people with different retirement options and different things for their future. And one of the things that I've seen over the years just organically is as we've been blessed and God's blessed us with the opportunity to grow the businesses we've had, you know, our income's gone up. And because of that, I'm saying, man, we're paying a lot of money in taxes. What right. can I do? Right. So just from our own process of research and discovery, we realized that there's an important way and a better way to really navigate the tax front. Mm -hmm. And that's where in in connecting with Danny, I'm not a CPA. I don't love to do taxes, (laughs) but I knew I wanted to find someone like Danny. That's Mm -hmm. a tax attorney, done a great job, work with business owners that we can really do. And consequently, this story is this year, 2015, our average client saved, you know, $30,000, $40,000 a year in taxes. Wow. That's great. Yeah. So we've been really blessed there, but you know, it's got to be someone that's making three, three fifty a year plus. Right. uh, Because now we're in a place where there's some cake to work with there. Yeah. And some monies that we can save. You know, the neat part about that, really, when it all comes down to it with Mm -hmm. the overall economy and society, Michelle, is anything that is saved in taxes can be done one of two things with either Mm -hmm. saved or put money and put back into the economy Mm, through buying product, through buying goods and services. So now you're in a place where really by making sure that you're not overpaying, you're in essentially increasing your retirement or you're helping the economy by right. buying product and services that would automatically just go to the government. And I don't know how you feel about it, Michelle, but our perspective is, hey, listen, the government's out there and they have not really done a great job right. <laughs> of managing the money we've given them. Yeah. Yeah. They are not necessarily stellar in that area no. of handling. No. <laughs> well, you know, it's like anything else. I, I, you know, there's a lot of proverbs in the Bible that talk about getting rich quickly and mm-hmm. the fool and all that. Right. And, You know, unfortunately, when you're in a place where you have not had to work for what you have. Right. You don't appreciate. Right. You don't value it. You don't don't value it. Yep. And so the government's in a place where they just say, hey, you know what? We need a little bit more money this year. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to find more creative ways to tax. Right. And take more money. Where a business owner or somebody that's worked hard for what they're doing is trying to say, we want to make sure that we're legal and ethical and abiding by the law, but we also want to be in a place where, you know, listen, if if we don't spend all of our proceeds this year, mm-hmm. that's okay. We're going to save some. Right. The government says to small municipalities and other places, hey, if you don't spend all your proceeds this year, we're not going to give you more next year. Right. So now the municipalities and all these other places are saying, we got to find ways to spend more money. Yeah. So we can get more next year. Exactly. That's so we're not the way buy, the private sector no, works. You're going to buy $600 toilet rolls. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. that just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. No. There was, you know, the FBI building was built a couple years ago in Virginia, and they bought those college dorm refrigerators, mm-hmm. you know, those little college right. dorm yeah. refrigerators. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Where when you're a college student, you got to have to keep your water and exactly. all that stuff in there. Yeah, to keep the, the cube. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. And you know what? They were purchased for every office in that building. And guess what they paid for them? What? A little over $7,000 a piece. Are you kidding me? I'm not. You go to Sam's Club and buy these for, you know, 150 bucks? Yes. Maximum. I, that's what I did when yeah. I went Hello? to college. Yeah. <laughs> So somebody's making money somewhere. Somewhere, because I don't know what that refrigerator is doing for $7,000, but it better be making my food. It's got to be a serious <laughs> massage, exactly. detox, yeah. de-stress. I mean, your water better come out of there and be like the miracle drug, right? Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> like somewhere there is the Poland Spring that yeah. is back yeah. there. Yeah, you you actually are now, you own the Poland <laughs> <Right>. Spring. Yeah. <laughs> that is insane, but that is a great point about taxes. And, and Michael, you mentioned 
Wall Lasseter. Yeah. And so if somebody wants to find out more about Wall Lasseter, I'm going to give them this phone number. They can call, find out about Wall Lasseter. It's 866-943-2351 or head to the website, leanonthewall.com. Now, people who are worried about taxes, there's also a lot of conversations about what's going on mm. in the stock market yeah. and on Wall Street. And conversations are continuing among a lot of analysts as well about the stock market being overvalued mm -hmm. and the possibility of a correction in the near term. Blackstone president Tony James was recently on CNBC talking about this. And uh, here's what he said. We see a bit of a correction coming. You've definitely got the terrorists. You've got you've got higher interest rates coming. You've got weaker China. You've got certainly economic problems in South America. The cumulative effect of that is where do you look for good news that's not already reflected in the market? Uh, earnings of the S&P are flat at best. So I, I think um, I think stock prices have had a great run and there, it's time for a pause. So, Michael, is that something you agree with Tony with? And how should I choose or somebody, I should say, who's close to retirement react to this kind of news? Yeah, you know, I think I think Tony's right on. We've been talking about it for quite some time, uh, Michelle. In fact, uh, you know, back even November of 20, 2014 really mm -hmm. is when I started, whether through Fox or a couple other networks, where we have been in the interviews we're doing talking about the idea of a sideways market. Mm -hmm. And what do you mean by a sideways market? Well, you know, so the market, you know, I always love to say, hey, listen, let's talk about, here's what I'm going to share with you. It's going to be helpful. And that is, I'm going to tell you exactly where the market's going to go in the future, right? Uh -huh. Is everybody okay with that, <laughs> right, right? Listening right. out there? <laughs> well, what we know, the market's either going to go up, it's uh -huh. going to go down, or it's going to go sideways. So, when you take a look at, if you put the chart of the S&P 500, mm -hmm. you know, which is basically the 500 largest companies in America, just in a basket, up, down for the day, whatever. If you put those in a basket and you went ahead and you said, I'm going to draw two parallel lines. Mm -hmm. In between those two parallel lines, you could basically um, draw what the S&P has done or the Dow has done over the last, since about November. Mm -hmm. So basically it's gone sideways. There's been a lot of up, a lot of down, a lot of Alka-Seltzer along the right. way for people, right? <laughs> <laughs> but not really made any money. Right. And so when you take a look at that, those choppy markets, uh, and by the way, this is why through Retire Well and some of the things we're doing, we're, we're really at a heavy cash position right now mm -hmm. for the reason of those choppy markets are in a place where they can kill a portfolio because the negatives are always going to outweigh the positives as far as math. Here's what I mean by that. Mm -hmm. We haven't seen a drop of, of 30% or so, but I'll just use this as an example over the course of last year, but just as a quick example. Now, there was some time and there was some season where there was a, a large drop mm -hmm. for a period, but just you know, a sustained drop. Right. By that, I mean, if you lose 30% of your portfolio, you have to make 43 just to get back to even. Mm. If, so if you lose 30, you got to make 43. If you lose right. 50, you got to make 100. Yeah. Here's the other thing that we know when you look at the markets overall. We've basically, Michelle, been in a bull run since the beginning of 09. Right. March or so of 09 is yeah. when the bulls started happening after 08 and the collapse and all that. But we also know that historically, when you track the Dow back since the inception, every four to seven years, roughly, you're going to see the market turn over. Mm -hmm. And it's going to turn over typically in about a 20% Time for, you know, 20% drop over a two-month period of time. Okay. So when you really isolate out what's happening, this is why, and goes to, going to your question, what should people do? This is why you absolutely, listen, if you're in a situation out there where you've lost a lot of money, if you lost a lot of money in 08, mm -hmm. and you haven't made any major financial changes since then, you just kind of wrote it out, you were in the old, you know, doing the old Ron Papil, set right. it and forget it. <laughs> you know, just turn it on, set it and forget right. it. 
you need to now take a look at your situation and say, wait a minute, if that happened before, it can probably happen again. Right. And even a lot of conservative portfolios lost money. So you got to have a second opinion and a reevaluation on what you're doing because, geez, you know, now all of a sudden you lose a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. You're not working anymore. That really affects you yeah. when you're either in retirement or getting close to it. Yeah. Now is not the time to forget it. Now's the time to remember. And part of that remembering is looking at your plan, maybe tweaking your plan. You say, I've got a plan. Maybe it needs to be tweaked because, like Michael said, maybe the last time you looked at it was back in 2009. Let me give you the phone number so you can get in touch with Michael and the team at Wall Financial Group. It is 866-943-2351. That's 866-943-2351 on the web. It's leanonthewall.com. Now stay tuned. Coming up next on the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall, we're going to be talking about Social Security. What is it you need to know about that for next year? We'll discuss that next. But if you close your eyes, does it almost feel like nothing changed at all? And if you close your eyes, does it almost feel like Hey folks, Michael Wall here. I want to take a moment away from the show to tell you about an organization that I believe is making a real difference in the world. Big Dog Ranch Rescue in Wellington is the largest no-kill animal rescue in the entire Southeast. Over the years, they've done an incredible job of rescuing thousands of unwanted dogs and puppies and then successfully placing those animals into loving homes. And I can tell you that the adoptees who give the gift of life to these dogs see their own lives enriched in return. If you're looking for a worthwhile organization to support, I hope you'll consider Big Dog Ranch Rescue and check them out at bdrr.org. That's bdrr.org. Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Well, welcome in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. And again, I'm your host, Michael Wall. And uh, boy, Michelle, we've been having a great show. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I really think it's adding a lot of value. Hopefully, you out there listening uh, are. And please, by the way, at any point in time, reach out to us, connect, share thoughts of the show uh, at Twitter, uh, at Lean on the Wall is our Twitter handle, at Lean on the Wall, just like you're leaning right on that wall when you're, you when you're tired and comfortable. <laughs> but, you know, we've talked about a bunch of different things. So uh, we talked about um, taxes. We've talked about you know, the markets and where they are right now, what we expect. Had some great interviews, even one from uh, a good old faithful of the Bears, Mr. Didka. So yes. if you've missed those uh, episodes or some of the segments, I guess I should say, feel free to visit leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com, and uh, you'll be able to click on the Wealth and Health Show to listen to some of the previous segments. But Michelle, I know there's some things that you wanted to cover this segment. Yeah. So let's jump to that. I think pretty important stuff. Absolutely. I wanted to start off with Social Security because that seems to be a very hot topic Mm. these days. And really trying to figure out how to maximize the benefits we do get from Social Security. So maybe you're out there and you're concerned about the stability of Social Security or whether or not you'll be able to claim your benefits because you've paid into Social Security for pretty much your entire working life. Right. Are you going to be able to see any of what you paid into? So is there anything wrong with taking the money as soon as you become eligible at 62 and then investing it? Is is What's that strategy like? Is there is there a best 
practices when it comes to Social Security. Well, you know, it's a good point, Michelle. And I think, you know, it's like anything else. We, we talked earlier in the show about the idea of the tailored suit or the mm-hmm. tailored dress, right? right? Okay, so it's there is no um, one size fits all. Okay, and that's why the the idea of analysis really makes sense. You know, mm-hmm. when, when we sit down with somebody and we really kind of go through the discovery process of what their goals are, what they want to do, et cetera, and then we kind of go through the process with our team in engineering a portfolio that's appropriate for them mm-hmm. to really give them a high probability of success, Social Security is definitely something we take a look at. In my opinion, when you take a look at Social Security, um, you know, you, you see all these things out there today, the Social Security seminars and this and that, whatever. Right. And, and really, a lot of times, it's just a hook. People mm-hmm. are just trying to hook. So, oh, you know, what are we going to do, fear? So I don't I don't think that's the right approach to take. I, in my opinion, Michelle, when you look at Social Security, you have to look at it and say, are there issues there? The answer are absolutely there are. Mm-hmm. You know, Rand Paul, uh, just a little bit ago, uh, they were uh, on the floor and they were talking about how they were essentially fighting uh, something that they were they were trying to do overnight. They were trying to take out about another 150 or so billion from the fund. Right. And, you know, this happens all the time. So is there... Scarcity there. Are we in a situation where the the Social Security is essentially a bunch of IOUs? The answer to a lot of degrees is yes, it is. If it's not fixed and repositioned and all Mm -hmm. that. You know, I think for younger folks, 55, 58 and under, this is my own personal opinion. Uh Okay. I think we're in a place where, you know, it's just not going to be there. Right. And we shouldn't be depending on it. But for those that are older, you know, when they should take it and how, that really depends on each situation. And so from my perspective, I think you got to look at Social Security as not necessarily from the lens of, hey, should we take it now or should we take it later? Mm-hmm. I think we need to look at it from the lens of, listen, if we do take it early, what does that look like and what can we do with the money that we're taking? And there's a couple things that no one knows the answer to. Number one, how long Social Security is going to be around? Right. Nobody knows the answer to that. You can run numbers and analysis and, and get reports all day long, but nobody knows the answer to that question. Mm-hmm. Second thing that no one knows the answer to is, how long is each person going to live? Right. Nobody knows the answer to that. <laughs> right. So at the end of the day, you know, if you say, well, if I live until I'm 115 and you wait till you're 70 to take Social Security, maybe that was a good deal as long as Social Security is around. Yeah. But you could start taking Social Security at 62 and pass away at 68 and you say that was probably made sense. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of variables there that we just don't know. From my perspective, we got to look at Social Security as a tool of not just how much can we make if we invest that money versus let's just let it grow and take it later. I think we need to think more outside the box than that. Mm-hmm. And we can use that money. And we have in the past, Michelle, is saying, okay, let's, I'll give you an example. Okay. So let's say we have a client that says, you know, should I take Social Security now or later? Right. Well, that's a good question. Let's dive a little deeper into your portfolio and your goals. This is going to help us answer that question. Mm-hmm. One of the ways uh, that we found makes sense when we dive in is, in that example, we could maybe take some income from Social Security that they may not need, mm-hmm. or they may even get a little greater value if they waited a little bit, potentially. But what if we took that money now and we thought outside the box and we said, how can we use this to do some repositioning or some strategic tax planning on the portfolio. Mm -hmm. Now, not on your income, but on the portfolio. So now we're going to take some monies to do some tax planning, maybe take care of some current tax issues, et cetera. So that way we can reposition things, Michelle, in such a way that now our money is growing in more a tax-friendly, tax-favored manner Mm. on certain pieces of our investments long-term. Right. You see, now the focus becomes more of, now what's the impact of that as opposed to just the basic impact of, hey, there's 150 million ways you can take Social Security. Kidding, of course. Right. And, you know, which one's the best? And nobody knows. And I'm the expert. And I'm, I'm the only one in the world that knows that. Well, that's that's a hook. Right. So consumers, I think, need to be cautious of not falling for that hook 
and making sure they're dealing with somebody that's really a well-rounded, holistic uh, person that's looking at, you know, the tax side of life and the financial side of life and the legacy side of life mm-hmm. and the emotional side of your goals and your desires and putting all those pieces together to really come up with the right diagnosis right. for that situation. And that's all about the education. That's it. And really being able to educate yourself to find out what will work specifically for you. And that goes back to the theme of the tailored suit or the tailored dress. Right. That's exactly right. So let's jump into speaking about dealing with tailoring and what works for you and getting educated. A lot of it is educating about how much you can save mm-hmm. for your retirement. Now, mm-hmm. we talked about Uncle Sam. We talked about how he wants just, he, he likes to take your money. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. the good thing is, is that the government is keeping the maximum amount that you can contribute to your retirement fund in 2016 at the same level that it was in 2015, and that's 18000 bucks. But you can also get a catch-up for if you're 50 and over. Now, Sam Stovall is the chief equity strategist at S&P Capital IQ, and he says despite the fact that things are staying the same as they were last year, it's still important to be educated and to get advice from a financial professional. The importance of financial literacy education, the importance of having an advisor is to work with the client to make sure that they have a vested interest in the monies that they are saving for retirement as well as investing for retirement, you know, in a sense as a check and balance to make sure that they don't just say, oh, you know, I'm not going to worry about it at all. Go ahead and do what you want with it. It's not my responsibility. Yes, it is your responsibility. And so as a result, I think that um, the government wants individuals to pay more attention. But the government themselves don't want to take on the responsibility that corporations once had. And so I think people just have to be more aware of what they're doing and why they're doing it. And if they don't understand, ask questions. And so this is the question, because, Michael, I know you talk a lot about uh, if I were coming to you, I'm the CEO mm-hmm. of of my retirement, but I'm looking to get a CFO. Right. And what value a CFO really adds to a business when you think about it. Right. It's the same value that a CFO will add to my retirement planning. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the point that's made there, and I think that, you know, Sam talks about, which is which is good, is the idea of, of I'm going to kind of paraphrase in my own language and really just use the terminology of kind of paying attention. Mm-hmm. You know, and unfortunately, a lot of times people go through life and they're just not paying attention. Right. Uh, you know, people, we've, we've heard it all before. People will spend more time planning their vacation than they will their retirement. Yeah. You know, obviously, a lot of the folks that we work with have a certain degree of wealth, depending on what division that they land in and the different four different divisions that we have in our company, mm-hmm. companies, I should say. But, you know, one of the things that I see when you take a look at this is it, it's just taking ownership. It's saying, well, you know, I'm with somebody now and or maybe you're a self-manager and not that there's anything wrong with that. Listen, not everybody's right for everybody. Right. So it's finding the right fit. Right. Um, you know, the reason there's a million different restaurants all over the place is because not everybody likes sushi. Right. Now, some people love it. Yeah. But some people don't. And so that's why there's a steak place and that's mm-hmm. why there's a vegan place and that's why there's a... Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. So when you take a look at your portfolio, just because Sally Sue's doing it and just because you've done it forever, mm-hmm. you know, I think that paying attention matters. And, and you know, I know a lot of people have been jaded from the financial industry. I get it. Listen, we built this practice uh, based on a lot of the concerns that my parents had. My dad had. He worked hard for his money, had a mm-hmm. heating and air conditioning company. And he was in a place where um, money didn't come easy. Right. 
And so, you know, what happens is, is you get some bad advice over the years, which happened to them, and it causes you to kind of tune out and almost stay the course in what you're doing, even though, mm-hmm. you know, there's got to be something better out there. And so, you know, that's really where I, I, I really applaud folks uh, who are in a place where they're saying, you know, I, I'm going to tune in. I'm not going to shut off because I've been dissatisfied in the past, mm-hmm. but I'm going to be in a place where I'm going to continue to seek out better options, better advice, better strategies. And those, the folks that we work with realize that, you know what, cheap things are seldom good. Right. And good things are seldom cheap. So, you know, you, you want to necessarily not look for the cheapest advice, mm-hmm. but for the advice that best fits your needs. And so that's right. really what I take from it is really being in a place. Listen, as I mentioned before, we're not right for everybody, mm-hmm. but some folks who are a perfect fit with. And it's really just finding that perfect fit in your situation. Exactly. Let me go ahead, give you the phone number so you can contact Michael, the entire team at the Wall Financial Group. Find out, really, try the shoe on. Try the tailored suit on. See if it fits. See how that works. Let me give you the phone number. It's 866-943-2351. That's 866-943-2351. When you do call, see if you qualify for the Living Well Retirement Review. You're going to want to find out about that. 866-943-2351. You can also head to the website leanonthewall.com. Michael, believe it or not, we are at the end of a, another wealth and health show. I know you want to say so long to everybody out there. Yeah, I'm so glad you've tuned in and joined us. And uh, folks, obviously, each and every week, the show, the flavor is a little bit different. Uh, whether we have a guest on, we've had some great on in the past and, and going to have some continued guests to add flavor and add value. Tune in each and every week because it's different each and every week. And, uh, you know, hopefully as time moves along, we can continue to add value to your life to help you live well in any economy. Thanks for joining us this week and we'll see you next week. Thanks so much. Have a great one. Thanks for listening to the Wealth and Health Radio Show with Michael Wall. To schedule your own personal appointment, call 866-943-2351. That's 866-943-2351. And to find out more about Michael and the entire team at Wall Financial Group, head to leanonthewall.com. The information covered today is designed to provide general information on the subjects covered. It is not, however, intended to provide specific legal or tax advice. It cannot be used to avoid tax penalties or to promote, market, or recommend any tax plan or arrangement. You are encouraged to consult your tax attorney or advisor. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurer. Riders may be available at an additional cost. Products and features may vary from state to state. For full details on how life insurance works, including fees, expenses, and costs, contact our office at 866-943-2351. Investment advisory services offered through RetireWell, LLC. RetireWell, LLC and Wall Financial Group, Inc. are not affiliated.